Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. And today we are joined by our own Kathy Novak. She is reporting for KCBS Today on New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's visit to San Francisco that was hosted by California Governor Gavin Newsom. We are going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Kathy. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. I'm interested on how the recent mass shootings in this country impacted the prime minister's visit? Well, it came into sharp focus, really, because Jacinda Ardern has been referred to as this sort of progressive leader very recently in the case of the uh, mass shooting in Christchurch, New Zealand in 2019, where a gunman killed 51 people. And almost immediately, New Zealand took action. The parliament agreed and voted to ban almost all semi-automatic military-style weapons for most people, and it was in a direct response to the tragedy that happened there. So, of course, with her in town, as the tragedy in Texas was unfolding, she was asked about this several times while she was here. She also spoke about it at the commencement address she gave at Harvard University and said... She's careful in this sense to say she can only talk about the experience of New Zealand, but they saw in that country that the overwhelming agreement was that people wanted something to be done and they wanted action to be taken, so they took it. So did Governor Gavin Newsom weigh in on what she had to say regarding gun control? Not directly. He sort of talked broadly about shared values. So they came together to talk about climate change, but really it's under this umbrella of the things that California and New Zealand agree on. And then he talked about a sort of uh, the conversations that they have been having between the two of them about what he called existential questions around democracy, be it climate change, reproductive rights, gun policy. And he, he made it in that a broad reference in the sense that, again, California and its policies align a lot with the general policies of New Zealand and and of its progressive prime minister. We've heard, of course, Governor Gavin Newsom's thoughts on gun reform, demanding that change be made in this state, wanting to rush legislation to his desk so so that change can happen here in California. Of course, we're in a very different situation to New Zealand, and he's the governor, not the president, and Jacinda Ardern is the prime minister. But again, it is sort of this theme of singing from the same song sheet when it comes to a number of different policies. I want to talk more about that. Uh, A governor meeting with a prime minister, making these direct agreements with a country instead of relying on the federal government. 
Right, and Governor Newsom referred to that as well. In particular, in particular, in, in terms of the moves that California had made during the Trump years, where he said that basically California started moving more on its own and making direct agreements with what he called like-minded jurisdictions. So here we have the situation of a memorandum of cooperation between the government of New Zealand and the Environmental Protection Agency of the state of California. And when you hear something like memorandum, it usually means it's a pretty symbolic move, but symbolism is important in a lot of ways. And it's this declaration of common goals that California, and in this case, New Zealand, are moving in the same direction to be, for example, carbon neutral by mid-century to move towards electric vehicles and to share ideas and information around that. And especially with the previous administration, Governor Newsom often said, you know, you can't rely or wait for the federal government and that California will take its own action, including with world leaders and with governments of other countries. Uh, Kathy, I understand that you had a chance today to spend some time with a reporter from New Zealand here covering the visit. I'd be curious to hear what he or she had to say about what uh, is unfolding here vis-a-vis this mass shooting and our reaction to it. Yes, I spoke with a reporter from News Talk NZ, a radio station in New Zealand, and and the question around the fact that this has come to the forefront with Jacinta Ardern in the country as all of this is happening and what it is like uh, as a New Zealander, as as a reporter, but also just as a citizen, watching all of this happening, particularly because he reported on and watched the 2019 um, massacre in New Zealand and everything that unfolded. And when I said, you know, what do you think about the fact that these school shootings keep happening in America and, you know, gun reform doesn't follow? And he said, frankly, it's a complete mystery to us. We see these things happening on the news. And he said, as personally, after the Sandy Hook incident happened when, and nothing changed. He sort of thought to himself, if nothing is going to happen now, I don't see it ever happening versus in New Zealand springing into action. Um, and the general thought, the way he put it to me was, if we can't do it, why can't other people do it? And he said, we understand that there are legislative hurdles, but in his words, you should be jumping over those hurdles or even kicking them down. How is Jacinda Ardern perceived at home? I think it's a it's a bit of a mix. I think it's interesting because it's almost similar to I remember when President Obama was in power here in the United States, and in many ways, especially towards the end of his term, he was almost more popular overseas. I was living in Australia at the time than he was broadly within the country, and I kind of had to explain that to people in Australia that there's that difference. Similarly, I think uh, Jacinda Ardern is held up overseas, especially by progressives. If we talk about gun reform or if we talk about the COVID policy that she had during the pandemic, basically locking down the whole country, but in doing so, keeping deaths uh, relatively low, you know, people from the outside looking in, uh, I think a lot of people looked at her with some admiration. Uh, I think some of that, it seems at least, has come off a little bit within the country in New Zealand. Perhaps people got a little bit sick of the very intense lockdown. And, you know, when you have these international visits, you have Governor Newsom, you have Prime Minister Ardern, they're talking to each other and having these kinds of agreements, but they are talking to their own audiences. And I think a lot of this visit, it will be designed to pump up 
the prime minister's popularity at home back in New Zealand, being on the Stephen Colbert show and giving the commencement address at Harvard definitely goes a long way uh, to kind of shore up that popularity back home. Okay, Kathy, before we let you go, I have to ask you this because I'm just very curious. You spent a lot of time in Australia, as you say, and you did some reporting down there. We in the U.S. are often guilty of lumping Australia and New Zealand together <laughs> for on, on so many different fronts. Politically speaking, are they very different? Uh, they can be. It's interesting. Australia just had a, an election and they had voted out the conservative prime minister, Scott Morrison, uh, and the new prime minister now is Anthony Albanese. So we'll be more aligned with the politics of Jacinta Ardern. But there's always a little healthy rivalry between Aussies and Kiwis, as evidenced today by the press pack following uh, this event at the Botanical Gardens. They went out of their way to cover up the sign that said Australia in the San Francisco Botanical Gardens to make sure that we knew they're from New Zealand, not Australia. Oh. <laughs> that is funny. Thank you to our guest, KCBS reporter Kathy Novak. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.